Here at Lady Farmer, we talk about so many different aspects of slow and sustainable living, a subject matter that can at times feel confusing, overwhelming, even misleading. And that's why a few years ago, we set out to write a book that might be a guide for those seeking a life of beauty, simplicity, and sustainability. We're thrilled to be able to offer you our own small guide for cultivating slow living, sustainable simplicity close to home available in our online marketplace. In the book, you've woven an easy-to-digest narrative of stories, recipes, tips, resources, ideas, and reflection. This collection of essays and resources will guide you to think about your own relationship to the planet, what you eat, what you wear, and how you live a sustainable lifestyle. It also contains a 21-day slow-living challenge of daily thought exercises to lead you in the process. For you Good Dirt listeners, we are offering free shipping of this wonderful little book with the code THEGOODDIRT in our online marketplace. So use the code THEGOODDIRT, T-H-E-G-O-O-D-D-I-R-T at checkout when you go to purchase your copy of The Lady Farmer Guide to Slow Living in our online marketplace for free shipping. That's The Good Dirt at The Lady Farmer online marketplace for free shipping on The Lady Farmer Guide to Slow Living. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks, everybody. You're listening to the Good Dirt Podcast. This is a place where we dig into the nitty gritty of sustainable living through food, fashion, and lifestyle. And we're your hosts, Mary and Emma, the mother and daughter founder team of Lady Farmer, a slow living apparel and lifestyle brand. We started this podcast as a means to share the wealth of information and quality conversations that we're having constantly in our world as we dream up and deliver ways for each of us to live into the new paradigm, one that is regenerative, balanced, and whole. We want to put the microphone in front of the voices that need to be heard the most right now, the farmers, the dreamers, the designers, and the doers. Come cultivate a better world with us. We're so glad you're here. Now, let's dig in. Hello, and Happy New Year to all of our Lady Farmer family and friends. We hope you're enjoying this time that our culture refers to as the holidays, which here in the Northern Hemisphere has evolved as a period of pause during the darkest time of the year. It's traditionally a time for resting and feasting. And of course, in non-COVID times, it's a period of gathering and celebration of the transition from one calendar year into the next. But of course, this is an extraordinary holiday season. Many, including our own family, have had to reframe traditions and celebrations in light of the pandemic and forego the gatherings that are usually the focus of the season. Our personal story is that this is the first time in several years that we haven't all traveled to Tennessee to be with my parents, both in their 90s. So instead of being surrounded by a crowd of their children and grandchildren, and possibly their great-grandchildren as well, They're isolated in their home and making the best of it with phone calls and Zoom calls and and whatever. And we're all well aware that this situation, or something very much like it, is the scenario for so many families this year. 
So be that as it may, here we all are in a season that we're accustomed to experiencing as a celebration, but we find ourselves facing not only the darkest days of the year, but other kinds of darkness as well. Possibly the darkest days that some of us have faced in our lifetimes in terms of our health, our careers, the economy, our children's education, changes in our day-to-day lives that, despite the disruption, might become what has been dubbed the new normal. In this way, we might say that this year in particular, we share something in common with our ancestors from long ago, from way before electricity, before telescopes and weather prediction and charts in the sky that provided hard evidence of the lighter and warmer days to come. Way back when, the only assurance of the return of the sun to warm the earth and allow food to grow once again was through faith that it would happen because it always did. It never failed them. And surely it will not fail us now. As we witness the gradual lengthening of each day, we can be reassured that we have passed through the darkest hours of the year. We can imagine how that need for warmth, companionship, feasting, and celebration brought our human ancestors together around a communal fire, and how storytelling would have become a way of being together through the darkness, with all eyes and ears focused on the one voice and narrative of the storyteller. And in this way, we crave story as an escape from the challenges of our daily lives. We can all relate to this most ancient of pastimes, where our imaginations can shape our present around whatever story is being told. Though, for the most part, the storyteller has become Netflix or Instagram or the news, and the glow of the fire has been replaced by our screens. Today, as a way of hearkening back to those times, we thought that for this episode of The Good Dirt, we would simply tell a story, an old story. Even if the gathering is virtual, we can't be around the same fire. We can all enter into the spirit of gathering and listening, of allowing our imaginations to bind us through a common experience that is beyond time beyond place. It's just a story. So settle yourself somewhere you can be comfortable. Grab your hot cocoa or tea, your mulled wine, your thick socks, your blankets. Bring the spouse, the kids, the roommates, or not. Just be however you want to be here. Allow yourself to slow down and listen to this old story for Epiphany, the Christian feast day, which falls on January 6th and commemorates the visit of the Magi to the Christ child. This legend comes to us by way of Italy and tells the story of old Bufana, an old woman that lived alone in a little cottage on the edge of the village. Old Bufana kept to herself and stayed quite busy taking care of her house, every day tidying, baking, and sweeping, especially the sweeping. There was so much to be done, First, in the morning, she would have her breakfast. Then she would bake her bread for the coming day. The smell was so delicious as it wafted through the village. Afterwards, she would tidy up her little house and then begin to sweep. She'd sweep the hearth, 
then her little kitchen and sitting room, then the small corner where her bed was. She would open the door and sweep her stoop and the little steps that led down to the walkway, and then she'd sweep, sweep, sweep the walkway all the way out to the road. This all took her quite a bit of time, and she was weary at the end of every day, but she never failed in getting all of her chores done. One night, as she was going to bed, she looked out of the tiny window on the east side of the cottage and saw a bright star lighting up the sky. She was confused because she'd never seen such a thing. What could this mean, she asked herself, and lay awake much of the night wondering and not sleeping very well for all the brightness of the star coming in through the window. The next morning she got up and began her chores as usual. She made her tea and porridge for breakfast and baked her bread, tidied up as usual, and then began her sweeping. First the hearth, then her little kitchen and sitting room, and the small corner where her bed was. Then she opened the door and swept her stoop and the little steps that led down to the walkway and began to sweep, sweep, sweep the walkway all the way out to the road. But as she was sweeping her way down the walk, she heard some sort of commotion coming her way. The sounds of tinkling bells and animals approaching, and she looked up from her sweeping to see a spectacle like no other she had ever seen. She saw three regal figures, all riding on camels, dressed in colorful regalia and flowing robes and wearing jeweled crowns on their heads. She watched in amazement as they came closer to her house, and when they reached the end of her walkway, they stopped right in front of her and spoke. Greetings, said the first. We travel from the east, following the bright star that appears before us. Do you know? Is this the way to Bethlehem? Olbifana didn't like being interrupted in her chores, and she answered crossly. I know nothing of any place by that name. We seek the Christ child, his coming foretold through the ages, said the second. It is said that he is a king like no other, that he has come to change the world, that he brings peace and joy to all of mankind, that he brings comfort to the sick and the poor. Well, that's fine, said old Bafana, for I am certainly poor, but I have no time for such tales. We seek the holy child to worship him, said the third, and to bring him gifts. Will you journey with us? Old Bafana was stopped in her tracks. So this was the meaning of the star that had shone through the night, showing the way to a king, the Christ child, the divine savior. And here was her invitation to go see him for herself and adore him and bring him gifts. But, she thought, how could she possibly go? There was so much to be done here. So much tidying and baking and sweeping. Yes, sweeping. Too much to do. Nonsense, she exclaimed. Now, I must get on with my chores. So the three wise men went on their way, and she set about finishing her tasks for the day. But as she continued sweeping down the walkway, she kept thinking about this bright star that led to the holy child and began to wonder if perhaps she was a bit hasty in refusing to go. I have nothing to give him anyway, she thought to herself. Unless he would enjoy a loaf of my bread or a few pastries. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Hmm, a holy babe bringing joy and peace to all the world. Perhaps I could go after all. Sweep, sweep, sweep. 
I'll just finish what I'm doing, she thought, and then bake up a few goodies to take to him. Then I'll go after them. Surely I can soon catch up. And so she did. She swept and tidied and baked and then hurriedly packed up the delicious cakes and breads and goodies she'd made for the Christ child. And as she was heading out, she grabbed her broom, thinking she could help the new mother by sweeping out the house for her when she got there. And she left. Old Bufano was in such a hurry to catch up to the wise men that she started running. I shouldn't have waited so long to leave, she exclaimed to herself. How will I ever catch up? She ran faster, as fast as her tiny little legs could go, and soon she was running so fast that it suddenly felt as if her feet were no longer on the ground. And soon she felt herself going higher and higher until she was soaring through the sky as if by magic. But old Bufana didn't know how to find the holy child. And so, as she soared through the sky... She decided to visit the house of every sleeping child across the land. And as she did, she left treats behind to delight them and swept her way out of every home before taking off again. She never did catch up to the three kings. And they say, to this very day, on a clear night on the eve of the Epiphany, you can see old Bufana streaking across the sky, holding on to her sack and her broom, as she goes making her calls from house to house, visiting every child as if each was divine, which indeed she knew to be true, that the spirit of the Christ child lives within all children. Thanks, Mom. I really love that story. I love it too. As with so many stories, I think it has so many little gems of truth in it that we can all identify with. Yeah, and it has so much to say, too, about slow living and intentional living. Yeah, can't we all identify with old Bufana, who's so busy with her day-to-day tasks that she doesn't recognize the opportunity for an encounter with the divine? Yeah, and when she does get it, it's just the beginning of a search that lasts a lifetime and beyond. And she learns that what she's looking for isn't really a destination after all, but a recognition of the divine all along the way. Just like old Bufana will all be our human selves and get caught up in the sweeping. But if we can open our eyes and hearts, the seeking that follows will show us the bright light in all of it. Which I think has everything to do with the slow living journey of really recognizing the gifts of each moment. And the light in everything. And we'd love to hear from you, our listeners, what you have to say about Alba Fauna and how she shows up in your life, especially at this time of year. Yeah, so if you are listening to this now and you can think of a friend who might enjoy this podcast, share it with them and leave a review and make sure you're subscribed. Uh, if you're not following us already on Instagram, follow us at We Are Lady Farmer. Check out our website. And if you're interested in more slow, intentional living in community, we have a community called the Almanac. Uh, Enrollment is currently closed for the winter season, but we'll open up back again in spring. So if you go to our website and get on the mailing list, you will know when that happens again. Thank you so much for being here. And here's to 2021. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year.